support and for your continued uh, wonderful shares and the emails that you guys have been sending it's awesome keep them coming i really want to hear more about where you guys are at in your journey as well as if you have any topics that you would like to suggest i'm so open to that please email me at t-a-l-a-i-b-r-a-8888 at gmail.com and i will promptly respond to it all right let's get started on today's topic it's been kind of inspired by people around me and also been inspired by me you know those I've been thinking about past relationships and finding certain patterns that would be great to identify and relate to everyone when it comes to the idea of self-sabotage and I mean specifically self-sabotage in our relationships we kind of overcomplicate this idea we want to get to the core, but I think that the answer is so crazy that we don't even consider it as the reason for our own sabotage in relationships. And hopefully today, I'll help you guys clear that out. But to get you guys to open your mind about this, I really want to first uh, explain to you, you know, the biggest thing that we all resist, which is the truth when it comes to self-sabotage. If we are in a good relationship where we just intrude on our own happiness, we just make so much out of really nothing um, and mess up this relationship. And we've been doing this for some time. It won't just pop up in one you know, relationship. It'll be in your previous relationships as well. It's a common pattern. So what does self-sabotage mean? I want to first say that self-sabotage is, in your brain, not meant to harm you. It is, in reality, supposed to to help you with something. It is supposed to accomplish something. Your brain, your subconscious brain especially, does not discriminate between what is rational and what is irrational. So we can expand our idea of why we actually self-sabotage, but it's not a rational response. We don't think of it as self-sabotage, not in those terms. Our subconscious brain is usually trying to protect us or prevent something important from happening in this relationship. It is acting on a fear that you might have. So it is doing something that it thinks you really want it to do. But consciously, we know that whatever we're doing is called self-sabotage. We're, we're messing up our own relationships. We're creating chaos when there's no chaos. So why the hell would our subconscious brain be fighting with us on this one? Well, the answer also is in a lot of our childhood and the patterns we saw growing up, the main beliefs that we acquired during childhood, what we saw our mother and father if we actually saw them in a relationship, what that may have looked like, uh, how they solved their problems, how they created intimacy, and how they communicated. All that is, is basically conditioned. Now, 
it's also good to remember that in those subconscious beliefs lies how we really like ourselves or not, or what we think of ourselves, you know, at, at, at the truest core. So if we have beliefs within us that we are somehow an inconvenience to people, or that we are not worthy, we are not valuable, then most of the time, our subconscious belief is going to be reinforced or going to be protected by having us behave in ways where we mess it up in a relationship. I hope that makes sense so far, that your subconscious brain really at the core has your best conditioned interest at heart. So this interest has been conditioned for a long while and has been reinforced. It really wants to keep you, for example, from being an inconvenience and it becomes defensive in those in that area. So it's trying to protect you from experiencing pain and hurt. So what does it do? It acts in ways to sabotage the situation. So this way you can gain some kind of control over when this relationship will end and how it will end. It's a false way of getting control, but nonetheless, it is a way of getting control. It doesn't really do much for you, but it your subconscious does not really understand. It's like a little baby. It's like a child. It doesn't, it throws tantrums and things like that. So it doesn't really uh, in it consciously or rationally understand, hey, this is not the right way to do it. And that's what your conscious brain is for, is to help you integrate and uh, even better, help you reinforce new beliefs or interrupt negative thinking patterns you already have in your subconscious beliefs. Your subconscious beliefs are only powerful because you're not consciously aware of them yet. But when you have conscious awareness of those beliefs that you've had for many years, such as I'm not worthy, I'm an inconvenience, more than likely you will interrupt them. You have more power consciously over them. As you see them form, you can correct them and prevent them at times before they actually are taken out. So that's why I do a lot of uh, lists on how to look for uh, specific things within you, behaviors, thought processes, so you can interrupt them. And by you knowing them, will automatically interrupt them. Just knowing about them will be enough to stop them from going further. That's good stuff. That's good news. So that's what we're doing today. But I want to make sure that you understand there's no enemy within you. But unfortunately, your irrational brain has been taught in a way to work against what you consciously may want, which is to make this relationship work and to have a, a fun time in this relationship to, to fall in love and be vulnerable and to accept love back. But when we have these beliefs within us, we're not allowing love to come in. We are not allowing ourselves to love fully and to enjoy it and to not interrupt it with fear and interrupt it with jealousy, with the, all variations of these interesting things that we sabotage. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the ways that we sabotage. And you probably might know all of them, but I'm just saying them anyways, so it can reinforce it in your brain. Hey, somebody else is saying them, so that must be somehow relevant to my subconscious that I maybe, maybe doing those things and whatever, whatever I thought I was doing that was sabotaging is probably true. 
So let's get started on the first way we sabotage. And the first one is pretty obvious. It is where when we try to initiate fights, you know when you're doing it, you're getting that little itchy feeling. All of a sudden, you're getting a thought in your mind and it's about, it's, it's from a fear. We don't even have evidence for it. We just have fears. And all of a sudden, we're sitting watching Netflix with our boyfriend or girlfriend and uh, we spit out some shit that we shouldn't have said. <laughs> just like that. And you're doing this uh, in hopes to, I don't know, get attention, get reassurance, get validation that you're loved and that there's nobody else. Maybe you'll bring up a fight that happened many years ago. Uh, whatever. The thing is, you're going to initiate this fight. You're doing this, again, in your mind because your your subconscious wants love. It wants validation. It wants security. But it's going about it the wrong way. That's why we got to tame this subconscious little toddler who's throwing a tantrum. we got to make sure that this toddler wants to throw a tantrum, but we got, we're going to let them know it's going to be fine, that they're safe, nothing is going to happen, that they can stay in the relationship or leave. It is all a matter of choice, my friends. So that's what we're going to tell our subconscious. So when you see yourself initiating those fights, go ahead and, and before anything comes out, like before the fire comes out of your dragon mouth, go ahead and just keep it in. Extinguish those fires within. Don't let them come out. That's the best way to do that. It's good practice. And you'll find out that you, as you're doing this, that you've actually stopped so many fights from occurring and that you, you're going to really feel this gratitude like, oh my God, this could have been really bad. <laughs> and realize how many times you actually do this. You could be out with your friends and with your uh, boyfriend and girlfriend and, and, and you're used to like being upset real quick or angry at something real quick just so you can get attention or love or get some sort of validation because you feel some sort of jealousy, whatever. And you're used to initiating fights to get that attention. But now we're going to find ourselves interrupting that pattern and sitting in comfort with our discomfort. <laughs> Just sitting in the itch, sitting in the itch without scratching it. All right. That's what we're going to do. All right. The number two way we sabotage in relationships is when we test our partners and you know what I'm talking about. Don't I, I can... I can hear you rolling your eyes <laughs> at me and I don't blame you, but this is the thing we do this. We test our partners. This is basically coming from baggage of many Christmases past. I mean, we grew up with this idea that, uh, whatever we got this idea from childhood that we were not worthy, that we, uh, are not loved. Maybe the, our primary caregivers did not show us love. They were neglectful or not affectionate. There's variations of that. We're going to show that in adulthood by attempting to test our partners because we need reassurance. Again, it's our way of seeking reassurance, but it acts as a self-sabotaging block in our relationship. We're going to sabotage the moment because we're testing our partners and we have a script laid out for them and they don't even freaking know it. They have no idea that they're being graded for whatever test we're about to give them, but they're going to get graded, aren't they, huh? And and the, and your partner is like, I didn't even know I was going to school. I didn't even know I had to turn assignments in. What the fuck? I don't even know. Again, I don't want to blame your partner for what their response is. I'm sure, I'm sure they're a little shocked about this, but they have been tested. <laughs> and they need to follow a transcript. And if they don't follow it properly, you, we are going to ha put the hammer down. Okay. That's what, that's what we're going to do or the smack down, whatever it is. We're going to do it. 
So just hang up back with yourself. Stop testing anyone. Nobody's taking any tests. I don't need you to be tested and I don't need them to test you. And if you open that door in a relationship, it ain't no good. So please refrain from doing so. Do not test people. It is unkind. They're not in charge of your damn baggage. They're not in charge of, in charge of proving how valuable and how worthy you are. That is work you need to do within yourself. So no matter how many times you test them, it's never going to be enough for you. Do you understand that? So please don't do it. Don't test anyone. It is unkind and uncompassionate to you and them. Hopefully, that makes it good enough for you to stop doing it. It is baggage, pure baggage, and you're throwing it at their face, and it's not their fault. They didn't, they weren't the people that helped you create that baggage. So please, don't throw it at them. They're just trying to love you. All right. Now, the third way we sabotage in a relationship, we self-sabotage in a relationship, would be when we compare our past with the present. Uh, when we use the what I call the grass is greener on the other side syndrome, and it isn't. It is all just, it's just our, whenever we're comparing ourselves with other people in any way, or comparing the things that we got or the relationship we have with other relationships or other people, that is really a way that just it punishes you on the inside. It is no good. It comes from a place where you think you are, again, not valuable. You are not worthy. That is work that you have to do within yourself to strengthen. It is unkind to give it to another person and to compare them because you have unfinished business within you that needs to be resolved. So this comparison is a form of self-sabotage. We do this a lot even when we're in a relationship and everything is going well and it's just calm. You might think it's boring. You might think it's, um, you know, it's not love and it lacks this lust so I must not be in love anymore. And then you start thinking of your past and bringing those people out from the past and um, dialing them up, emailing them, whatever people do. All those things are a form of self-sabotage. You know what the hell you're doing, but you're just doing it anyways, Right? So I got you. I got your number. <laughs> so stop doing it. Stop sabotaging a good relationship. Work with one relationship at a time. Do not try to solve your problems by starting another relationship. Does that make sense? Do not solve your problem in one relationship by starting another relationship. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So no comparison games. Stay kind. Stay compassionate to yourself and to others. And work on yourself. Work on your self-value, your self-love. Work on your shadow side, the past childhood issues that you grew up with. All of those are indicative in the way you behave with self-sabotaging in relationships. Okay. Finally, if you do this, um, this is a way to self-sabotage quickly. So I want you to catch it, okay? And that is coming to conclusions quickly. Hell, just coming to conclusions all over the place. You're, you're assumption central. That's what you are. Assumption land, assumption town. And you just make assumptions about everything. It is, again, your insecurity that's making you spit this out in this relationship. You assume things are happening when they're not happening. And even if you ask your partner, for example, this simple assumption you might have or simple thing that you're coming up with on your own, like you've been brewing on this all day and you spit it out to your partner and you say things like, 
um, ask them about, you know, somebody that they, that they're talking to or a friend of theirs or, you know, any, any form of way you're going to try to get some love or reassurance is going to come out as accusatory because they're not even doing anything, but right away we are, our mess on the inside, our, our fires on the inside are, are not getting extinguished and we're spitting them out on the outside and our partner has to hear it. And it sounds like we're accusing them of something when we're not. I think you know what I mean when I say that. You'll know what I mean if you've gone through it. This is the biggest form of self-sabotage. Go ahead and stop doing it. Go ahead and just stop. I'm giving you the command or the permission if you need it to stop messing up your good times. Just stop. Just stop. Even if it feels unusual to you. Even if you have so many fires that you're starting it on the inside, sit with yourself, extinguish them yourself. Because by the time they come out of your mouth, it's too fucking late. You're burning shit down. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Tala's on fire today. And I mean, not, not in a good way. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure that I hammer down those concepts for you. The ways you, the ways you self-sabotage. And I probably can go on this forever with little things that you do, but this is good enough to get you started. Listen to this again if you feel like you need to be talked to, okay? I'm pretty rough talking to you on this one because I want to make sure you get called out. So when you hear my voice, it's calling you out to do some stuff, to clean out some old baggage you need to be cleaning out. If you hear my voice, any time throughout the day when you're not listening to me, but you hear kind of, you hear me interrupt a thinking pattern or whatever, go ahead and follow through. Find out what your brain is wanting you to look at. It is probably something that is useful for you. Okay. Again, there is no enemy within, but unfortunately there are beliefs that do not work anymore for you. And if we don't go in there and heal them, heal this feelings of low self-worth, this low self-trust and low self-love, these issues that needed to be healed before. If we don't go in there and do those things, we are going to sabotage relationships in our inten intention to get love. That's it. That's really what it is. We want love. We want to be loved and we want to love. But it's we're getting in our own way. And how are we doing that again? By initiating fights, uh, by testing our partners like they like they're going to midterms right the fuck now and we're going to test you and you better pass that test because if you don't if you don't say it the way I want you to say it then you don't love me if you don't do it the way I want you to do it just like that in my head and you have no idea what's in my head but if you don't perform that way that means you don't love me you are set up to fail partner but nonetheless I'm going to go ahead and test you and grade your ass and remembering that when we compare ourselves to other people uh, what they have what we don't have what we have what they don't have whatever if we're comparing this relationship with past relationships we are self-sabotaging the grass is not greener on the other side it's just not being watered on your side. So go ahead and stay on your side and water the hell out of it, okay? Trim your own damn gardens. That's what I want you to do. All right. Finally, I need you to calm down with your coming up with conclusions and becoming my psychic friends network. I need you to stop. Nobody's paying you for it. So stop being your psychic friends network. You're not good at predicting stuff. The reason why you're not good at it, Miss Investigator or Mr. Investigator, is because you're using your insecurity and fear to do so. So it is not accurate. You are going to interpret things the wrong freaking way. And you'll know that because the outcome is going to be like, 
like a death sentence that you can't take back. And this is the interesting part about the whole thing is that from just me making my assumptions and coming up with my own conclusions, I've, I mean, I'm, I'm in a courtroom. There's no judge. There's no jury. There's just an executioner. I'm just taking your ass out. Not fair. Okay. Not fair. I need you to calm down with this. This self-sabotaging behavior has to be healed. By healing our need for love this way, we need to work on filling those gaps within us on the inside, healing our past, going to do some shadow work with your therapist. That would be great. Uh, all those things would be what we need to do to heal. But it's a problem within you that's being taken out on this relationship. You're sabotaging your own good times. You are not able to receive love properly or give love safely. Both. Both needs to be a safe environment to do so. And I'm talking about safe environment within you. That's the only safe place you can guarantee. Anywhere else, I can't guarantee you safety. But within you, that's everywhere you go. So, I hope this makes sense and... Although this is necessary roughness that I have to approach you with, I I will I know this is the way you need to hear this, okay? If I was gentle and kind about this, then I'm not calling you out, where in a lot of ways I'm calling myself out as well, right? I have to work on those things too. I'm not exempt from the bunch, as you always hear me say. I am the bunch. <laughs> so, no, I love you guys. Go start your healing. Start your healing. This is what self-sabotage mean. I want love but I just don't know how to get it or accept it. Oh, I love you guys. I'm sending you a lot of love and light and a discount on your water bill, so water your damn grass. This has been an episode of Drive Through.